clutter in your physical surroundings will clutter your mind and spirit. Welcome to Heal, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Heal. Today, I am welcoming Sasha Morozov. She coaches working moms and helps them to have less clutter and more peace in their life. That sounds heavenly. Hi, Sasha. Hey, Elizabeth. Thanks so much for having me on. <laughs> so excited to have you all the way from the West Coast and everybody. And you know, woo-woo, um, it's not here. Like everybody who's listening do you even believe me that I have a child? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love to tease her when she doesn't come because, you know, it just makes her feel bad. And, and, you know, that's what a mom does. <laughs> Anyways, Britt's not here with us today, but Sasha's here. So we're going to learn all about Sasha. We're going to learn um, what drove her to become this person who helps people with clutter and regain peace in their life. Because so don't we all need that, Sasha? Oh my gosh, who doesn't? Who right? Doesn't? We all so, need peace. And I have to do, I have to say, if you start with your space, it will eventually catch up to your mind or vice I versa. Love, <laughs> I love that you said that. So I don't have to. Less is more. You can more. still say it. You can still say it. So tell us what you, where, where did all of this start? What, 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 at what age did you say? I'm just kidding. You can start way before that age. What age did you say? I'm going to help people become less cluttered. God, I could have used you in my life. <sighs> anyway, so tell us your tell story. <laughs> of course, of course. So, you know, I was always that kid that mm. wanted to help people. I even remember growing up and my little brother was complaining about something. We were young. And I said, do you know that there's starving children in Africa <laughs> yeah. that need help? And you're complaining about not having blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I've just always been a person that's been so attracted to helping people. Yeah. And I don't know if that came from the fact that I'm also a first generation immigrant. Mm -hmm. So I had the amazing fortune to move to the US from Russia after the fall of Soviet Union with my family. And again, I ended up being in a helper role because I, as a kid, I was able to pick up the language so much faster. That's right. You're probably helping your parents, right? Yes, my dad was still for years overseas in Russia, still trying oh, wow. to make a living for us. So that way we we're set up here. So there was a lot of changes in my life, especially with, you know, bless my mother. She lives for her kids. However, I really took on like a motherly role in terms of like navigating this country. That's right. So because I, you were the one who understood the language. I understood the language, the culture, just the way that things That's were That's a lot of pressure, you know. It is. You know, it is. And I think it fits with my personality. And I think okay. that's why probably I did more than I should have because yeah. I'm much more outgoing, let's say, than my mother is. And she's always very reliant on my father. So fast forward to basically college and everything like that you know who doesn't love life in college and I was like I want to travel I want to have fun I just want to live free all of this good stuff so I was like I was in Jersey 
I was like, you know, it's a little cold. Why not? Why not go to California? California seems great. Right. So I applied for a job and I was fortunate enough to get a job in a nonprofit field in Santa Barbara. And for those of you who are Beautiful. not familiar with yes, <laughs> Santa Barbara, it was like the best. I'm over the- here freezing, by the way. I'm literally freezing right now. <laughs> And after that, you know, I was fortunate enough to meet my husband and travel and all of these amazing things. And I just loved life. I loved, loved, loved life in my 20s. Loved it. Yeah, good for you. (laughs) Then we had a kid and we got a house. Then everything just started to feel heavy. That is honestly the best way I can describe it. It just felt heavy. And I would look around to my friends and say, oh my gosh, like, do you guys feel like this? Like, I feel like I have no time. I feel like, you know, everything that we always say now, they're yeah. like, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. I'm like, no, why? It shouldn't why be is that this way. That it is? Yeah. Exactly. And why is this okay for everybody else? How because old were you at this point? Would... What, how old were you in your twenties? In uh, late twenties. So my late 20s is really where I started to think about like, how could I do this? So differently. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I need to really up my game professionally. So that's kind of where my mind went professionally. So I got a master's degree in social work, still continued working up the ladder in the nonprofit world because I'm like, okay, I want to help everybody. And I was working in the homelessness field for almost a decade after that. That's so hard. How did you, how did you maintain such a positive attitude during all of that? That's hard. um, Because I feel like I would take everyone's problems on as if they were my own and they would just weigh me down. They absolutely did. And I also worked in a shelter setting for a few years. So that was very much in my face as well. And I think for me is the fact that if I can honestly be a piece of somebody's puzzle or journey along their way back into housing, then that to me is enough. If I can make it a little bit simpler, which is really my motivation for climbing the corporate ladder in the sense of the nonprofit world and working with the city and things like that, is the fact that if I can just make it a little bit easier, save a day or two days of somebody experiencing homelessness because the system's working for them, not against Mm -hmm. them. That was like really my motivation. So anytime that I saw things, I thought, okay, how can we prevent it? How can we make it easier? And yeah. that was what was really in my control. So I was mm-hmm. very, very lucky in that sense of being able to have my ideas heard as well. So yep. that helped. And, you know, when you see change happen, it's so great, even though that change may be so small and it takes so long because there's so much bureaucracy, but we're not going to go. Uh, I, I know. So true. Right. We're just not going to go there. No. <laughs> but <laughs> what I can say is that now I'm like, okay, now I'm killing it at work. And I was, my, my kids are getting a little bit older and I was still coming home and still feeling like, wait a minute, we're st- I'm still not where I want to be. Right. And what I really realized is the fact that, you know what, you can't just ignore your life at home. Even if your home life is fine, there's nothing detrimental, thank God, in my life. There's nothing that was like so bad of where I said, okay, enough is enough. Yeah. And that's where I feel like women feel like they need to be to, in order to make a change. Right. It's like when and why, do you, why do you think that is? Why do you think that it needs to be almost all or like nothing? And that's yes. it. Why? Because I 
because we put ourselves last. Yeah. We put ourselves last so we don't think about it and we put up with the mediocreness all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, things didn't work out. Oh, okay, I can't see my friends for a month. Oh, this, I need to cancel this thing for me because something came up with the kids, whatever it is. Right. We just make keep making and making excuses about why something else is more of a priority than, you know, maybe a doctor's appointment or something where it's just, if it was somebody else that would be on the calendar and nothing else would get in the way. I always say that I taught this, this workshop with some clients of mine and it was, um, I forgot what my little saying was, but it was about putting yourself on the calendar because we don't like we, we take, we do, we take care of everyone else, make sure everyone else is all set. And then we don't have enough energy to take care of ourselves at the end of the day, because we're all set. Then taking care and of everyone that's, else. Yeah. That's exactly how I was feeling. I was coming home and by the time the kids were going to bed, I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted. I just want to fall to bed. And I didn't create at that point, enough of the routines and habits and systems to make sure that I was taken care of. Because guess what? It's okay to go to sleep when the kids go to sleep. If your kids yeah. go to sleep at like eight and you want a full night's rest, amazing. If that's what fills you up. But when that doesn't fill you up and you're still doing it just because now you've gotten used to it or you've gotten used to watching Netflix till midnight and you wake up and the TV's still on, mm -hmm. it's not the habit that you want. It's just the routine you're used to. And that's where I really started to say, oh my goodness, like, okay, when am I going to change this? Mm -hmm. And honestly, for me, the point, almost like the tipping point was with our oldest. And he, at the time he was like six-ish. Yeah. And for years for preschool and like kindergarten, and now he was in first grade, we would hear like, okay, like he needs a little bit extra. He needs, you guys should really get him evaluated. You should really seek some outside help. And me as someone that's like, well, I have, hello, I have my, you know, <laughs> DSM diagnostic manual next to me. If he has a mental health disorder or issue, then I would be, I should be able to handle it. I should yeah. be able, I'm the one that that's working with families that are experiencing this. Yeah. And it got to a point of where my husband and I looked at each other and said, okay, we really can't, we, we can't do this on our own. No. And that was really the final straw of saying like, kind of holding all of the control in a way at my house, holding mm -hmm. all of the, I need to be the one to do this. We can figure it out. I'm a modern day woman. I can do this and I can do that. Da, da, da. It's if too that, much pressure. It's too much. Yes. So yeah. that for us was huge because when we got um, diagnosed and we started therapy and stuff, we really had to look at ourselves because yeah. now we created these patterns for him. And when we started to learn more about his diagnosis, we started to really look at him in a different way. Mm -hmm. said, oh my gosh, our family is thriving. It's so much better than it was before. And it's really because we started to actually do something about it. Yeah. So that's when we started. But for yourselves, right? Because you started to look at yourselves first. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. So then that's when we're like, okay, well, we want, we really want to live life. And now there's like the pandemic, everyone's working from home. We said, it's time to put our family first. We're a type of family that like, if anybody invites us over or there's a birthday or anything, we're always the ones that say yes. 
you know, we're, we're always the one that's like, somebody needs something. Okay. We're, we're there. And we said, no, we're going to put our family first. And we committed and we spent five, six months abroad instead, because we said, that's it. And we're working from home. Kids are zoom. That's it. Like we, this is, we need some time for us. We need to be able to connect. We can, I don't want all of this craziness that's in the outside world. If I'm going to be locked up, I might as well be locked up at the beach. So where, where, where did you go? We went to Costa Rica. Wow. <laughs> Surprised you were allowed to even leave the country. That's amazing. We kind of we left like in November before Back things, out. like November, 2020, before things really started to like, really go down not go down but you know so that experience has shaped us and that experience is when I started my Sasha X home business as well because during that time I saw oh my gosh how much happier once I did the work myself and started talking because then friends would come to me and then people would come to me and say hey uh, like I heard you're doing this like how'd you guys do this or now you know you seem so much happier in this and what's going on so that's where I really developed the Sasha X home and I wanted it to be something more uh-huh. because I didn't want it to just be another life coach I didn't want it to be and I took everything that you know from my clinical training from my years of nonprofit, and that's why I developed a four-step method Oh, is this, this for uh, decluttering your mind and your space? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So the first step is really focusing on self. Look, we can't do anything unless we know ourselves and thinking about things such as, well, what was your home life when you were little? What was valuable at home for you? How did your home feel? Because maybe you grew up in a home where it was very strict. There was like the plastic on the couch. Mm-hmm. There was like, you can't touch this. You can't touch that. Just felt on high alert. And now maybe your home is complete opposite, but you don't realize why it's the complete opposite, that it yeah. relates to childhood and mm-hmm. how it does. So taking a look at yourself, really understanding what do you want your life at home to be? What do you want it to look like for your family? Because it doesn't matter what Instagram or Pinterest, the <laughs> perfect like space looks like. What is it for you? So that's really what self is. Yeah. And step two is the home. It's really taking a look and creating those spaces. I'm a huge believer in saying that you need a space for you. Yeah. Because as the mom, as the person that really is taking doing so much at home, it may sometimes feel like you're just crashing wherever you're just like, like laying down on the couch and that's your you time. But I want you to have your own space. Well, because so- it physically sets a boundary and emotionally it sets a boundary, but this is my space and it's not everybody else's. So then you do start to feel like you can take care of yourself in this space or do whatever the, whatever you want, you know, yes. it's your time, your space. Yeah. And it can be simple. It could be as simple as like an oversized chair with a blanket and a side table and some candles and just a little light even and books. It could be something as simple as that, but you know, that's for you. Mm-hmm. And you know that when you're there, you're able to really let your shoulders down. 
-hmm. as well as creating spaces for your home. In fact, that not just the decluttering, because I know everyone is on the same page of that. Yes, less is more. Mm -hmm. However, it's really tough for people. It's really Mm -hmm. tough for people to let go. When I say, let's start with just creating the space you're looking for. So what I mean by that is say something like a dining room or a living room. Well, do you guys have even family dinners? If you're not big into family dinners, but you have this whole space that never gets used, how can we transform it to something more that you can enjoy with your family? Like for us, we basically eat at the kitchen island all Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. If we have guests, we use the dining room table. So our dining room table has Legos and that's where they build stuff. Our dining Mm -hmm. room table has board games because that's another space. But I don't see that in other homes because they feel like it needs to be set up in a certain way. Right. So taking things like that and really thinking about, okay, how can I create it, especially that so many of us are still working from home. Yeah, this is the big, this is the big issue, isn't it? No one can separate home and work anymore because that's what we do at home. Yes. Yes. I talk about this all the time, especially if as well, if you have a partner who's also working from home. So now you got two people and I don't know about you, but by now I am so tired of hearing my partner's Zoom calls. Like I'm way over it, yeah. way over it, Yeah, you know? So it's really, it's about time that we really make a space that's a workspace. And some of my tips in terms of the transition is think about it. Before we used, many of us had a commute. So instead, what I say is how can you create your mini commute? So what I mean by that is how can you signal to yourself that you're transitioning from work to home? So maybe you put on just music for five minutes and close the laptop and just sit and listen. Maybe you even just sit on the floor, just literally a physical different space. Maybe Mm -hmm. you light a candle at the end of the day when you're ready to transition from the work to home. You Mm -hmm. take that time for yourself. It could be simple, literally five minutes, five minutes, but without the laptop of just being in the space and being able to say, okay, now I'm going to transition home. What is it that we need? What is the next step? dinner, whatever it may look like. Because Mm -hmm. when you think about it, when we used to commute, we had all that time to think about. Even if we were listening to things on the radio, there's, we think, okay, I'm going to come home. I'm going to do this. Instead, now we're just jumping in because we're, all we need to do is stand up from our desk. (laughs) Open the door and close it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So there's, there's little ways like that, that I really believe we can create spaces. So that's really step two. And then step three is relationships. Because I don't know about you, but for me, I am the main caretaker at home. I'm the one who sets the schedule. I'm the one that we call them responsibilities instead of chores yeah. at home because I feel like it's a family responsibility yep. when living in the home. But we're the ones that are doing it all. And I come in and say, I truly believe other people in your household want to contribute they don't understand how. And because they don't understand how, it becomes this reactive. Instead of a proactive conversation of, babe, can you take the garbage out? Or who's going to take care of the garbage? Do you know when the garbage pickup is? What does it look like for you? We just say, hey, the garbage still here. Why is it here? 
Yeah. Uh, do you know garbage day was yesterday? It's still here. It didn't get taken care of. See, right. this is what happens when I don't say something, blah, 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 blah. We're not taking the time to have those proactive conversations and uh -huh. create space for people to succeed on their own. So that's really what relationships is. And to me, then when you've done the self, the home and the relationships work, then the step four is really the systems, habits, and routines. I love and what it. that looks like is because you've done the work. You know why you want something. You know what it is that you want in your home, in your space, yep. in your life. And your family is ready to contribute to help to make sure you actually have more time for yourself because now things are a little bit more equitable at home. So right. then it's just plugging in of what the routine is. Then it's just plugging in, okay, let's make sure that you have like family meetings to discuss when things go astray because nothing's perfect. Right. And that there's things by now you thought about like, okay, this is really what I want to do more of. I'm much more about what can we do more instead of restricting ourselves of doing less. Right. So, because what happens when we do more of what we love, we naturally do less of the things we don't love. Right. You're not <laughs> scrolling on Instagram or Facebook if you're enjoying your time out with friends or you're at a yoga class or whatever it is. That's a natural way. But instead, what we do is we say, okay, I'm going to be on uh, on social media less. You know, I'm, I'm going to turn my phone off. I'm going to delete the app. Well, there's no real, there's nothing really behind it. So versus I want to enjoy the time that I'm doing this because I'm doing something I love. Right. You're so instead of, like instead of um, sacrificing and letting go of some things, you're adding the fun things that you want to do. And then those other things just easily um, go away. You're not doing them as much. Absolutely. It's and such a positive way to change routines. It's so much healthier, I think. Mm -hmm. It's so much healthier because we're increasing something we want to do versus trying to really make sure like, oh, I, I, I really, I need to make sure I'm in bed by 9 PM and that's it. You know, if instead it's like, oh, this is my opportunity to read a book and yep. in order for me to read, then I need to be in bed. like, there's more motivation behind it. I agree. Yeah. Intrinsic motivation more than anything, yes. which, which so helps us to stay on our um, on track with our routines that are beneficial. Yes. Yeah. So that to me is the four steps to success. And I know that things happen. I know nothing's perfect. We live in the gray. So there's always going to be times of when, you know, people fall off the side of the road and everything like that. And that's okay. I think that's the other thing. If I have a message to say is really the fact of look at what's in front of you right now. You're not making a routine for the next 10 years, okay? You're doing it for what is in front of you right now because uh -huh. life may change, circumstances may change, and that's okay. Yeah. When you're not too rigid with yourself and expectations, you're able to easily adjust. But looking at things that are right now in front of us, instead of saying, oh, I need to do this and for the next, all this year, this whole year, we're going to do blah, 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 blah. Just what can you do right now? What can you do this month? Right. It's too overwhelming to have too many changes at once. Yes. Small steps all the way. The small steps will get us to where we want to go. I love it. I love that. I know so many people, especially myself, who would benefit from a little bit of that. I do a lot of work, self-work anyway. Um, 
but and I am in the process of the room that I'm in recreating it to be my own. But this is Brittany's old bedroom. Um, so I, I hear everything you're saying. I think it's fabulous. And so many people would benefit from your services. So how do you work with people? How do people get in touch with you? And, and yeah. do you do like virtually if someone was over here in Massachusetts, can they still hire you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Zoom how do people get in touch? Yeah. How do they get in touch with you? Yes. If you are a working mom, head on over to SashaXHome.com and you can download the five steps to coming home happy after work right now. So you can feel a little bit lighter and a little bit brighter. I offer a 12-week one-on-one coaching package because I truly believe when you work one-on-one -on -one with someone, you're able to build it for them. You're able to guide to what that person needs. I think mm -hmm. that's another thing is that we always look online or see a YouTube video or whatever. And we say, okay, that's the method I'm going to follow. But it doesn't work because it's not individual. It's yeah. not individualized. When you work with a coach one-on-one, -on -one, then you're really getting that personal touch to make those changes faster. And probably more quicker. tailored, tailored to the person tailored and easier yeah they're gonna be easier because it's stuff that you enjoy and it makes sense for your life right because when we look at others and we read books or all of that and don't get me wrong please anybody and we should all be doing work period yeah so keep reading those books keep looking at those videos right but really I understand what works for you and if if what those books don't work for you then there's another option yes yeah absolutely Absolutely. There's always another option. And the thing is, the time is now. Why yeah. the time is now is because I bet you, you are going through your day. You're just getting by and saying, well, okay, it's fine. There's nothing yeah. that, that bad, but I don't want it to be that bad a year from now either. Right. I want a year from now for you to feel like you have more freedom, more time, less right. clutter. Right. Not different than a year or two years ago. Maybe it's a little bit different, right? Maybe we've made some changes, but this is why working one-on-one -on -one really elevates that. It makes it so much easier and so much faster to get to the next level that you deserve. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And now is the time. So if you're hearing this um, and you feel like this resonates with you, head on over to SashaXHome.com. And Sasha, is that just the letter X? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. S-A-S-H-A-X-H-O-M-E.com. Got it. And I'll put that in the podcast notes as well. Um, so you have a 12-week one-on-one coaching package. And is that download free? Is that a free download that you yes. offer? The oh, that's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. And I also have a Facebook group where I go live every week. I share some tips all of that good stuff. What's I your want Facebook you group? It is called Moms Taking Their Life to the Next Level at Home. And you can get the link on my website as well and just hit join group, come into the community, hear stories, listen to some more motivation. And even if I'm just planting a seed right now, that's great because that seed is going to grow into a tree and that's going to provide so much for your life as well.
That's right. That's right. I love that. I love what you're doing. I love that you're helping women because I, I do think that we are all put here to at some level help others, each other, um, however that looks like in someone's life. Um, and I think that this is such a great way to be able to help others, especially with your expertise. You went through it all by yourself as well. Um, so your experience is a great teacher. Thank you so much. Um, do you have anything else that you want to share to um, the guests? Uh, anything that you want to um, promote or anything like that? You know, I would honestly just say, take a look, think of three things that you love to do, pick one and do it next week. That's Sounds all. Perfect. <laughs> That's all. That's manageable. Three things. Yep. Pick yep. one. What are you going to do next week? Yeah. Because when you do it, you just feel it. You feel it. And then your energy transforms the, everybody else in the household as well. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much. That's a great tip. Um, I, so we usually ask our guests three questions near the end of the podcast. So I have three questions I'm going to ask you. Um, are you ready? Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Let's go. Woo! When you are at your most peaceful, what is it that you're doing? Oh my gosh. I am at most peaceful when I'm on the beach. There's Everyone something. says that. <laughs> on the beach when there's like not a lot of people I guess that's also because I live in LA that that's yeah. so accessible as well but there's just something about just being able to sit down just being able to look out there's at that time to me it's like there's no rush there's mm -hmm. no rush there's nothing to do it's just time to enjoy for yourself and you're very present at that moment because you're enjoying everything that's happening around you so and by myself at the beach. <laughs> yeah, love it. Love that. If the kids are there, forget them. <laughs> it's still okay, but it's not exactly yeah. peaceful, right? Um, so if you had to suggest a life-changing book for somebody, whether it's in your field or just a self-help or anything, what would it be? Oh my gosh, I love this because I feel like I have one for every step. So for self, it's you are a badass. Oh my God, I re it, I just recorded another episode just an hour ago and that was her book. Oh my God, it's the best. It's the <laughs> best. For the home, it's the happiness project. Oh yeah, that's nice too. For relationships, it's um, fair play. My goodness, that book is revolutionary. I don't know that and one. I'll have to look it up. It's the best. And then for habits, it's atomic habits. I've heard so, of that one. So one for Thank each Thank you. Thank you so much. Four books, everybody. All right. Last question. If money isn't, it wasn't an object at all, what is it that you would be doing? This. Absolutely. But maybe on I'm, a little bit out of a bigger platform, you know. Yeah, some I'd people little... say this, but traveling doing this or this, but on the beach doing this or <laughs> everyone always says this, which is yes. so wonderful. It just means that you're doing exactly what you should be doing. And that's fabulous. A lot of people take their lifetimes to figure out what it is they're supposed to be doing. So that's exciting. And I'm so happy that I was able to meet you and talk with you today. Absolutely same. And I love the last point that you just said that sometimes it takes a lifetime. Yep. One of the other things, if I could share, which is the yes. fact that 
it's okay for your journey in your career or your relationship or whatever for that chapter to close as well. I think we yeah. look at change as, okay, I, I have to change. Like, this is like the end. It's not. It's just a chapter because guess what? You're taking everything you learned onto the next chapter of your life as well. Right, right. You're, you're starting again with experience, as they say. Um, and I think that that's fabulous. I've changed many times throughout my life and I have no problem with change. I know so many people who just buck against change and, you know, usually it's for the best. So especially if you, if you make your mind up for it to be for the best, then it is for the best. So yes, anyway, if it's what yeah. you actually want, especially right. when it's what you actually want, when you know something, it's so much harder to resist it. So that's much right. harder. Right, right. Change is good, everybody. All right. I don't know how we got on that subject, but it's so important for people to understand that change is not a bad thing. Open your mind to it. <laughs> and you All never right. know what the journey, where the journey will take you. No, nope. because you can think you started one way and you have a goal in mind, but you're gonna get get somewhere else, and that's okay too. Right. Have fun. Just have fun along the way. That's right. It's a journey and it should be fun. It, it should be, it should be adventurous and fun. All right. Thank you so much, Sasha. Truly, it was so nice to meet you and talk with you. And I'm so excited that I was um, able to share your story with others because I think that it would be really beneficial for them to hear. And whether or not they reach out to you, at the very least, you can go follow Sasha on Facebook. Um, I'm going to find that name because I started writing it down. Mom's taking their, their lives. lives to the next level at home. Got it. I'm, I'm writing it now. Next level at home. So if you want to jump on Facebook and find her, she says she goes live weekly with some tips, which would be so helpful. And you'll get to know her there and you would um, love her there as well. And you may just want to reach out and hire her. So <laughs> that would be fabulous. <laughs> Thanks again, Sasha. And everyone else, I'll be back in just a moment. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time, but until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.